that sometimes there are things that are just fun which are also a little bit of escapism but they're serving you in a certain way and like don't yes. feel guilty for that and i've definitely mm. done that in the past redefining play for yourself that's that's the opportunity we have now it's like all right what have we been taught what do i have and what do i decide to do mm. with it i think that's so key Hello and welcome to episode 214 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about conscious living and positive well-being. Each week we hear the stories and tips from some of the most inspirational people in the world to help inspire you to make a positive change in your life. And on this week's episode, I am joined by Ryan Nile and Alex Reeds, who are both back on the podcast for one of our roundtable episodes. And this is really something that I'm going to be doing more of this year. I think I'm going to bring these type of discussions to the podcast once a month. So this is technically the first one of the year. Alex and Ryan are two very, very dope podcasters and content creators and really good friends of mine who I always love to sit down and chat with because there's such an authenticity and incredible vibe when we connect. So one thing I really learned from this episode and really enjoyed was at the end of the conversation, we start talking about guilty pleasures and what they mean to us. And it's really interesting when you look at the idea of something being a guilty pleasure. It's pleasurable, but it's also guilty for us. But it shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't shouldn't have guilt when it comes to doing things that we enjoy and and having play and having um, pleasurable moments in our life. Like they're pleasures for a reason. And Sometimes we go down this path of feeling like we don't deserve to have playtime or fun or pleasure in our lives. But it's really important that we incorporate that into our day-to-day experience so that our actual experience of life is enhanced. So it was a really fascinating discussion that we had towards the end. And during this conversation, we also speak about struggling with acceptance, finding more variety in your day, learnings from 2020 and lots more. But before we jump in, I'm really excited to announce that my book, The Search for Clarity, is now available as an audiobook. The audio is narrated by me and it shares my biggest learnings and lessons that have helped me to live a happy and fulfilling life and how you can do the same too. The audiobook is now available via Audible and physical copies can still be bought over on my website, thedreamersdisease.co.uk forward slash clarity. So the aim of this podcast is to inspire. So if you like what you hear in this episode, be sure to share it with a friend and spread the love. But right now, let's jump straight in and hear from Alex and Ryan. So, Alex Reeds, Ryan Nile, welcome back to the podcast for the fourth edition of our little get together. What's going you, on? Thank you, thank you. Pleasure to be here once again. It's always great to be in the presence of brothers, of excellence, you know? and you know, <laughs> like it's 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 amazing. Um, I love these I love these get-togethers. Ah, uh, how are you guys doing? Yeah, good man. It's good. I, we we actually should do this more offline as well as we do <laughs> when the mics are on. To be fair, it just, it's just hit me. But it's a very good point. It's a very it's good always point. a pleasure. Never nevertheless. Um, so just to kind of give people a kind of idea if they haven't listened to our previous episodes together, do you want to give them a little intro into who you guys are and what you do? Starting with Alex. Right, so you probably hear them call me Alex Reeds. Um, I, I, I was called such for four years. So, but yeah, so my name is Alex Holmes. Um, I kind of I ditched the Reeds. I put it down just because I was like, it's time to grow out of that that space. You know what I mean? Um, but why were you called Alex Reeds? Oh, so yeah, so I had a literary podcast and I used to read a lot on there I used to, I, there was a point where I was reading aloud a lot and people loved my voice and they're like oh I can't wait to hear to hear Alex Reads um, uh. and I was like oh Alex Reads sounds like a good name let me just run with that so I went with I ran with Alex Reads um, 
and it was a thing as well. I wasn't really sure about where this podcasting thing would go, what what it meant. So I figured I don't really want to put my whole name out there, sort of thing. Mm. And then over, and then <laughs> over time, it just it just made sense for me just to be Alex Holmes. You know, like it just doesn't. I've got a book coming out. I've got all these other things. It just doesn't make sense. There was too much confusion around mm. Holmes and Reads and who is that? Who is the person? So, um, yeah, so I figured it would be good to go back to Alex Holmes. But that all being said, I am, I'm a wellness educator. I'm a podcast host. I host Time to Talk with Alex Holmes. And I'm just an all-round herbal tea-loving guy. And um, <laughs> I, just in, I, just, I, just, I just enjoy I just enjoy moments. <laughs> like, that's basically where I'm at. I'm a writer. Um, yeah. I just do my bit. I just do my bit. Humble Alex. Humble Alex. Alex is amazing. And we are both amazing. Um, but yeah, if you haven't heard of me before, if you haven't heard our previous three get-togethers on um, on In The Moment, uh, I'm Ryan Nile. I'm a podcaster. Um, I'm going to start with my latest occupation. So I'm a podcaster, um, entrepreneur, uh, music producer, audio producer. I produce a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I speak on a lot of podcasts. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've had a, a, a history in music production and songwriting. And yeah, I, I got into podcasting because I was having lots of amazing conversations in sh- in studios with lots of different creatives. And um, I just felt it was a shame that those conversations were being lost. So I decided to record them. Being that I live in the world of audio, I thought, all right, let's, you know, make this a podcast. So that's what I did. And um, uh, Alex Manzi was invited on the show and um, thankfully he said yes and we had an amazing conversation and actually I think that was one of the key points in that show Alex um, in For the Creators where I started to shift more into the personal human connection Mm -hmm. rather than what's your creative story it was more like what is your story and um, so yeah thank you for for coming on and having that that great conversation because you know um, Alex Manzi opened up and gave me his whole uh, mental health story and and how this affected his life and put him on the, the, the path he's on now. And um, yeah, so we've all, you know, we all got together this time, I'd say this time last year. No, November 2019, 19, it was, yeah. wasn't it? Wow. Time is flying. Um, and yeah, we've, you know, we've just really connected ever since. And I'm so thankful for, you know, you bringing us together for that, Manzi. And I do agree, we do need to do this <laughs> more off mic. But it's so valuable that why not? <laughs> and we're all podcasters. Let's have it on just mic as well. Just record it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's wicked to hear that story about the podcast, man. I never, I've, you've never said that before. So it's, that's quite cool. And I guess... You know what? I, I, I didn't even really clock until mm. I just said it. Yeah, there we go. Awesome. Yeah, and I I think like the way I see it is like we all kind of deal with like authenticity in a way, right? And it's like be it mm. podcasting or writing or hearing someone else's story or sharing parts of our own story. It's like there's an authentic side to it, and it's really funny how like when you bring that authenticity to something, how be it to a conversation with another person or be it to some work, how the work or the other person then reciprocates that authenticity back to you. You invite the energy back. Yeah. And it's like, I think that's, mm. that's, I think that's 
the mm. interesting part about having kind of conversations like this is you kind of really dive into like actually let's just chat about the real stuff like cool you know more often than not when you speak to someone on a podcast they've got something they want to promote but it's like let's hear the realness behind what it is that you're trying to promote or talk about because that's what people are going to relate to more people are going to relate more to your story than they are to your product do you know what i mean they will the product exactly the product is there because they like your story so mm-hmm. on that note like this being the kind of the first group discussion that i'm having this year is like i'm going to try and start doing these monthly again i'm really interested because obviously last year was a bit of a madness for everyone involved um what's like what's the learning that you made last year or like a lesson that you made be it through podcasting or work or just in life in general that that has really shaped you the most stepping into 2021 such a good question um and i feel like i had the answer when you started asking it and then about 20 million more answers came up. Um, the one that's resonating most now, because I think that this is probably true for me, but also what I've seen just generally, um, and that's an appreciation of the simple things. Um, you know, pre-COVID, um, you know, and it's no one's fault, but we, we, we were thrusted into a life of, you know, there's no ceiling, pretty much. Mm. Um, there are ceilings kind of where you live, but generally we can move anywhere in the world, we can do anything. And we get caught up in these narratives of, uh, you know, my life's going to begin when, you know? And I think by everyone having to be in lockdown and kind of just be where they are and that hit pause, it was annoying, but also the the positive side of it came out in that you could appreciate, you know, your health or you could appreciate having a home because, as bad as it is, you naturally do compare your situation to others, right? And people are in better situations and people are in worse situations. You're like, wow. You know, the simple things of just being together, which we couldn't, which people still can't, you know, families and things like that. That very simple thing, being able to hug, being mm-hmm. able to, you know, have a face-to-face conversation with, with someone and having that human connection, those simple things, laughter, like sitting around a table with friends for a meal though those simple things are so so valuable and i think it's redefined happiness for a lot of people mm. um it definitely has for me and um you know I, I think yeah going into 2021 i'm highly ambitious but also within that ambition i have simplified it and i've kind of yeah just simplified it i think <laughs> i think that's 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 pretty much it i think that's important as well to kind of look at i think there's it's several things i mean it's like it's trying to figure out exactly what it means for you without it being something where you kind of exclude yourself and try and figure out what it means for the world and mm-hmm. they both work together and i feel like with this past year that has happened it's been a it's been difficult I mean last year was hard and um, it was hard for various reasons I was grieving still and but then over time you've ended up grieving so many different things last year the loss of friendships the loss of lives for some people uh, loss of livelihoods 
freedoms, all of those different things. Um, and I think it's just been a lot of a lot of grief that has kind of come through it. And um, but what it does is it kind of it grounds you. For me personally, when I think about grief, it's a very healing moment, a healing process because it opens up other parts, and it, you start to figure out exactly where you want to be, where you want to go, and how you want to, and how to deal with those kind of things. You know, um, so. Yeah, I 100% agree with what Ryan said about, you know, kind of like an appreciation for where you're at, an appreciation for life and appreciation for those things. Um, it's a shame that we don't appreciate those things, you know, forgive the timing and the wording in the moment. But um, but it's a shame we don't appreciate those things in the moment. And um, I think looking at my own personal experiences, one of the few things that I've kind of, taken from it is acceptance is something that is something that needs to be learned quite mm. um and it, it happens at various times in our lives like it doesn't have to be all learned at the same time but acceptance is a big it's a big lesson that comes through some things um i don't know alex that you've got, we've got this same kind of idea um, between and around suffering and what suffering pain and resistance all do to us um, in a way and I think that that was something that I had to kind of recognize in the past year just the understanding what kind of resistance I was putting up to things and and like and trying to figure out where the where the pain was coming from and how I can then heal that and ultimately it's just learning a lot about what my kind of I think the Buddhist term I think it's Buddhist probably the whole dharma the dharma side of things you know really trying mm -hmm. to figure out where i'm supposed to be where i'm sitting mm -hmm. what my kind of purpose and my drive is and um i've come to that and now i'm just kind of working in it and working through it and working with it rather than looking at all of the things that i did before the ideals i had for myself the kind of things i thought i was meant to be doing the person i thought i was meant mm -hmm. to be all of this stuff and i realized they were all other people's things and <laughs> they weren't my <laughs> things you know i mean like we're podcasters right and it's so funny because everybody's like you my cousin's like oh alex why don't you do podcast master classes or podcast coaching and i'm just like that is just not me that is pure creation <laughs> That is Ryan Nile. <laughs> Hello. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, that is not me. That is not where my stuff sits. You know, I can, I could, I could mm -hmm. do it. But when I realised that I'd be doing all this stuff, but there'd be no heart in it, there'd be no soul mm -hmm. in it, there'd be nothing. It'd just be me yep. doing it for the sake of doing it. That came to me over the year, and stepping into twenty twenty one, it was very much like, okay, cool. Now I can kind of really lean in, lean on my understanding, lean on my community, like you guys, my brothers and all those people around me. And I can lean on those people and, and kind of, and we can lean on it together and figure out where we're going from here and how we can be a community rather than trying to like borrow through it alone. Mm. Mm, yeah. Love that, man. And I think... Yeah, me too. I agree with both, what both of you have said, really. And I think the one thing for me that's really that really came through last year was adaptability, like adapting to the situation, adapting to new 
rules and lockdowns and a new way of living and you know being far more restricted in a way but maybe not necessarily in a bad way you know like and through that comes that what ryan was saying the gratitude the acceptance with acceptance comes letting go and it's like to me the adaptability of like going from this idea of what my 2020 was going to look like full of travel and like seeing the world and like all of this stuff to like actually that's off the table like what can i what what can i be doing it's like okay well why don't i focus more on coaching on podcasting and and make a go of it like that and and see see what the year offers me if Mm. i give to it in the right way and i think to me that that's that's a powerful powerful lesson in itself but I, I love reads what you were saying about acceptance and you know finding it hard just everyone in general I think we find it hard to accept certain things why why do you think that is why do you think we struggle with that level of acceptance um because we've been taught that we deserve better we've been taught that we must lead with ego um mm. we've been taught so many different things you know, and even as men, it's a kind of, it's an entitlement to, <laughs> we can't accept certain things. Certain things just aren't within our remit. And, yeah, you know, like I, I, it, it's a, it's tricky, you know, when I, I think once, I feel like people are happier once they figure out <laughs> what they can and can't change or have it and, and accept the, and accept what's going on for, for the, for the, for the, you know, for the for the wider thing, um, but yeah, I think because we're so stuck and we're so rooted in our entitlement and what we believe we deserve, we can't. There's some things that we just can't accept. Um, mm. You know, what about you? What do you think, Ryan? I think exactly the same, man. Um, you know, this whole idea of I was supposed to do X by the time I was this age, or you don't understand this is me, like, I'm supposed to be, do you know what I mean? Like, that whole idea that we kind of lug around um, our lives, throughout our whole lives, um, ultimately weighs us down. And I think that, um, yeah, like, Manzi, what you were saying about what can I give, what can I give this year Mm. and see what it gives back? Like, that's such an amazing thought because, um, you know, previous to 2020, I just remembered, you were travelling the world, like, literally, (laughs) you know? And, um like you said, you had all of those plans like com- coming up into 2020. So, but those things change. And um, yeah, I just think that the the thing that kind of gets you stuck in the mud is this idea, like you said, Reed, um, just leading with ego, this entitlement. It's just, it just holds you back. And um, acceptance is key. And the thing is, even the word, like even me, I've got the conditioning that acceptance, like, no, 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 <laughs> no, don't. Because then you're, you're accepting where you are and you're accepting that this is it. Do you know what I mean? Accepting doesn't mean that this is it. It just means that this is how it is. All right. This is the the kind of, this is the hand that you have right now. All right. What are you going to do with this hand that you have? You know, not the hand that you want, but what are you going to do with what you have? And I think, I think that's the key. Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? What, what, do, what do I have in front of me and what can I make from yeah. it? Mm. You know what's so jokes as well, actually? 2019 was so funny because I feel like I had Ryan on the show and it was amazing. We were in the studio. I was trying to trying to get Alex 
But he was like, "Oh yeah, guys, I'm in South America and I'm here. Yeah, I'm in Argentina. I'm in Argentina. Oh, no longer in Argentina anymore. I'm in some other part of the thing. And I'm just going from her to. And I'm just like this guy. And then, and then he comes back and he's like, "All right, so we have a week. And then, I mean, then he's like, "Oh, I'm in somewhere cold now." <laughs> like I'm just like, oh yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah. I'm just like, you know, Alex, live your best life, bro. Like I can't, like, you know what I mean? Because um, just and it's like, uh, sorry, Ryan, but it's like, no, no, no. You know, I feel like 2019 was a year, right? It's like we knew what was coming. Just instinctively, a lot of people feel probably that way inclined. Just it's mm. like they instinctively knew that 2020 was just gonna you know, skedaddle on everybody's kind of like ideas. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I feel like ha- just on that, Manzi, how, how happy are you that you did that trip? Oh man. Or is that the right question? How, how? Yeah. That, no, yeah. I guess it is like, yeah, over the moon, man. I think you can look at it two ways, right? You can look at it of being like, I'm really grateful that I did it. It was a trip of a lifetime. Like it's something I've always wanted to do. Or you could easily look at it as like, well, that was just supposed to be the beginning. Like that was just, do you know what I mean? There was so much more that I wanted to do and see. Like I was planning to even go back to South America and do like a couple more months in different parts of the continent and like, you know, all of this stuff. And it's like, but I'm actually really grateful that I got the opportunity to do it because, you know, it's something that I've wanted to do since I left school when I was 18. Like it's travel, man, like like that. Like I've traveled, you know, to different places, but travel in a sense of like, right, me, backpack, two, three months, let's, let's don't go with a plan and let's mm. see what happens and see what comes up. And I had some amazing times, man. And I think like one of the, one of the things that really stands out to me is like, I was doing a bit of traveling in Patagonia with, with um, a girl called Lucy who I met out there. She was, she was Argentinian. And she was sort of like coming along on her like little spiritual journey or whatever you want to call it. And um, I remember we were walking through like doing this massive hike, like, I don't know, like seven hour hike or something crazy with like these massive backpacks on our back. And her whole thing was like she wanted to travel like parts of Patagonia for like so long. And she wants to see more of Argentina because it's a huge country. And I said to her, well, all right, well, what's like, where would you? rather be right now like what's if you could be anywhere else where would you be and she went silent for like a good like minute two minutes as we carried on walking and she just went I wouldn't like here here's where I want to be right now because this is where I am right now and that really hit me because I was like a that was I I guess in a way the kind of answer I wanted her to give me because I've been Mm trying I was trying to like get this idea of gratitude into her head whilst we whilst we were tra- she had like a private coach for like 10 days man like literally and um we we was like um i wanted to, i wanted the answer from her but then i was like actually hearing it from someone you're like she could have said anything man she could have said i i would want to be you know on a beach in new zealand i would want to be you know she'd never been to europe somewhere in europe like london paris whatever rome you know i want to be somewhere in india but she was like no nah, this here is where I want to be because this is where I am right now and I was like that is man that is powerful and that's that's the art of everything we've spoken about man gratitude that's the art of acceptance that's the art of contentment letting go because you're actually from what you were saying earlier Ryan is like you you can only you only have what you have right now in front of you so like accepting and being content with that is not a bad thing because 
you should be content with what's in front of you, no matter the situation, because that's the only moment that you're living. You're not living mm-hmm. in five years. You're not living in five days. You're, you're here now, you know, <laughs> to use the name of the pod, you're being in the moment, right? That, and that's, yeah. that's the whole thing. It's like when you learn to fully be present with where you are and what you're doing, you find a lot more gratitude and acceptance and contentment in life. And when you learn to do that, that opens up the doors for so much stuff because now all of a sudden, you know, like we've hopefully learned from last year is like when you do get that chance to go out for dinner with your friends, you're going to be like, wow, this is amazing. Whereas pre 2020, you would have just taken that for granted. You would have spent half the night on your phone. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've been to a restaurant and I'm very intentional and like, I'll put my phone on airplane mode or leave it somewhere yeah. out of, out of reach. Right. And on the table next to me, there'd be like two people, probably similar age to us, having dinner and the whole time they're just on their phones. They're yeah, not even having yeah. a conversation. I'm like, wow, that's that's mad because you've gone out to spend time together, but you're actually spending time with other people who aren't with you in your company. Whereas now, mm-hmm. what I'd like to think is when that opportunity comes along to go out and appreciate some time with your friends, you won't be sat there on your phones because you, you'll want to chat to them and you know, if the time comes again to be able to hug them and like, you know, share jokes and stuff. So, yeah, I really hope so. I really hope so. Because, you know, we've all spent many, many, many months looking at that screen in our hands. Yeah. And it's like, are you really going to go outside to somewhere that's been closed to meet with people that you haven't seen to then do the same thing you did in lockdown? Mm. I hope people don't do that. I hope I hope this is a shift because, Um, yeah, man, it's. It's just not worth it, is I it? I think that ultimately people are creatures of habits. Mm. Mm, and, there is that, and um, and it's and it's a shame that they're typically bad habits. But you know, I think that I think that there will be an appreciation for human interaction, and if there isn't, then that's what we're for <laughs> to continue mm. to continue to push that and say like, look, guys, you know. Come on, let's keep interacting, keep interacting, keep keep, yeah. t- keep bringing the human, the human aspect of it all back together. You know, absolutely. And you know what? You've just reminded me of the what the story you just told us, um, Alex, mm. of your friend in South America. Um, so that's a human interaction you had. You were both hiking, and she had a private coach for ten days. But it took a friend coming from a genuine place to ask a good question, and. What was special about that story is, yes, her answer was great, but it's the silence. Mm. And the silence tells me that once she was comfortable in your presence, she really understood the question and she really thought about it carefully before she came out with the answer. And when she came out with the answer, she was there. She was, oh, someone almost like the question yeah. brought her back into the moment. And it's like she wasn't around the world. She was where she wanted to the be. The private coach was Alex. Plot twist. The private twist. Just so we're clear on that. That's exactly what it was. But yeah, I yeah. mean, last time I, um, and again, like it just made me, and I think like, because in the process of of writing, I had to really think about reunion when I, because when, when I finished uni, I taught I taught English abroad in the Indian Ocean, right. Um, so when I saw you, yeah, you need to tell us more about saw, that. Yeah, <laughs> when I saw you going abroad, I'll come back to it. When I saw you going abroad, Alex, um, I really kind of like flashbacked 
and I mm. went back in time, just my whole self, this whole somatic experience, just went back and just said, wow. And so I get it. It's like, because when I was there, we didn't have phones. Like we had our phone, but we, it wasn't connected. I had like this really like, it wasn't even a 3310. It was like some next, some next brick thing. Um, and it mm. had like very low data on it whatever i think i had like one gigabyte of data or something um just basically for my e my ee number or whatever and um and i never used it like we lived in a there was a there was a really weird kind of complex that we were on in like on this hill somewhere and whenever we wanted to see somebody we sometimes we would go on facebook and be like are oh, you upstairs sort of thing but other other than that like i'd go upstairs and knock and be like what's going on is everybody okay like what's what's happening you know what i'm saying and it's kind of that it was that kind of um, experience. So the way that we have been conditioned, because when, when I came back to the UK now, and I was like, oh, Twitter, oh, Instagram, mm. uh, all that stuff. I was so like involved. I was, I remember getting, I felt foreign. I came back and I sat down on the tube and I was like, why is nobody speaking? Why is nobody talking? Why is nobody looking at each other? I'm just looking at everybody like, what's going on? And then slowly mm, I kind mm. of like edged back into that into that space and it wasn't and it wasn't fun. So I guess when we start to travel and we start to go, uh, go away and we start to really look at stuff, it's, it, it's, it's all about the experience. And even in this pandemic, this panoramic, this pandemonium, whatever <laughs> it is, there's been people that have been traveling, but it's been, but it's, but I feel like the level of which people are sharing their travel is no longer, I'm enjoying where I'm at. It's, I'm mm. here and it's a pandemic still. You know what I mean? It's, it, yeah. It, it, do you oh, know what? That's do you know what? Do you know It's like a showing off, like, yeah. Like, yeah. pandemic uh, can't affect me kind of thing. I, yeah. And I feel like, and, I, and I'm not sure where, and I, I don't think it's fair to kind of say sometimes, you know, like it's just, uh, I have to kind of address it sometimes and be like, what is showing up for me here in this in this moment? Like, am I, what am I projecting onto this? Am I angry because of right. them or am I angry because <laughs> of myself? Like, what is it? What's going on? And um, when they, you know, just a really uncomfortable kind of feeling just, but to me, it was like, share where you're going, share all that stuff. But when I go away, I like to be away and especially with the people that I'm with and I'm just enjoying where I'm with. There are people on mm. these videos that were doing really staged entrances to hotels and staged stuff. I'm just like, is this how you live your day? Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, everybody eats for their own, but it was just a bit, yeah, it's a bit much. It's like read the room, isn't it? Um, because they're putting up content which is no different to the content that we used to see in pre-covid right but it's the fact that you're doing it in a time where you know travel is you know is locked down and things like that yes people have been able to to get out but like you said reads it's more of a i don't know there's a a tone there it's almost mm. like ha, ha, <laughs> we got out you didn't do you know what i mean and yeah. it's not that people are literally doing that, but it's just it's got a tinge of of that because of because of the the room like that's because of the situation that mm. most people are are in. So yeah, it's 
I agree with with like how how that makes you feel how yeah how does that make you feel and how are you projecting that onto onto here um I don't know it's more of an observation for me I've started to unfollow a lot of people mm. by the way on on Instagram um yeah. and Twitter um just to just as it's because it's hard to like just unfollow loads of people but just as things come up and like does this resonate with with me t- today nah unfollow and yeah I just think it, it it's uh, a podcast I produced called Techish, the host, Michael Bahane, he tweeted um, yesterday that who you follow on Twitter and Instagram is pretty much who you're letting into your head. Mm. So, you know, be wise, choose choose carefully. And while we know that, you know, in, in certain moments, we do follow people because of certain emotions that you're in at certain times, but we change, do you know what I mean? It's, it's always good to kind of just reflect and write, does that resonate with me today mm. does it resonate with my energy today how i want to show up today um because i think we're, we're in a constant state of evolution and reflection you know revolution revolution yeah revolution why not um and you do kind of have to keep tabs on you know who you're letting in your head what kind of knowledge what kind of thoughts and stuff and that goes with you know people that are currently in dubai <laughs> right now at time of recording <laughs> do you know what i mean like yes we yeah, obviously everyone would want to be there and you know if you know them as well you're kind of just happy for them because it's also like well yeah i want to be there too do you know what i mean yeah. like it's, i'm happy for you for, for 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 being there and you can't really judge as well but it's just a weird one, because when you see it on Instagram, and I think the point that um, you were making, Alex, is that I think if you or I or Manzi at the moment, if you were there and you did manage to go there somewhere on, on work or something like that, you maybe might not put out the same kind of content mm. that we're seeing, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, and yeah. I think like when I was traveling at the start of last year, like I was making a lot of content like vlogs. I was, you know, doing a lot of stuff in my story because like, not because I wanted to show off what I was getting up to and what I was doing, but I want to show people like there is a different way to live life than what we're currently used to. And that doesn't necessarily have the to involve travel. Right. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily have to involve mm. travel, but I want you to see the culture of the people that we're being around so you can see that they live life differently. I want you to see that I'm a, I'm a different, even a different person when I'm in those environments because you're taking yourself away from all of these attachments to things that we have and these ideas and concepts that we have about ourselves when we're in our home environment and you live with a lot more freedom when you're away and it's like when you can do that and you can experience that you then start to go well how can I bring that to my day-to-day life and it's like I always see the power of travel through through my experience and sharing that is like showing people like really and truly like the, the, the realness is we are not built to be sat behind a desk for nine hours a day. And it's like, mm. you know, we're, we're, we're built to be on the move, you know, as, as beings, even if you look at our physical bodies, our bodies are built to cover long distances over a day or a, a week right, yeah. or whatever, right? And it's like, if we're sat at a desk, we're not utilizing that, we're not experiencing the freedom that we're supposed to live our life. And I was having a conversation with um, one of my best mates, Moz, yesterday, and he was like, man, I've just felt so tired yesterday. And I was like, why do you, why do you think that is then? He goes, because mm-hmm. like, I went from doing nothing to you know over christmas for like 10 days two weeks whatever to like working and having to think and having to do stuff for like the next seven days 10 days quite you know quite aggressively and i was like the problem there is that that's not how we're supposed to live we're not we're not 
yes, we've got used to it, but once you have a break from it and then you have to go back into it, we sort of sense the ridiculousness of it. And I understand we have to earn money and et cetera to live, but as a whole, yeah. like we're supposed to live our life with more freedom and more expression than what we currently do. And for me, it's like when I travel, I get that sense of it. I get the sense of like, okay, like this is living. And again, that doesn't necessarily have to include travel. That can be like, you know, just being more free. Like even now, like I'm really intentional about going out for a long walk every day, probably because, you know, it's the only thing yeah. we can necessarily yeah. can do, but it's like move my body, get out, experience the, 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 the world literally around me, you know, get some fresh air in my lungs it's like that that's that's what our bodies are built for and it's mm. like if we don't if we don't really tap into that then we're kind of just like suppressing our superpowers in a way you know absolutely i'm so glad you brought that up because i was going to ask that how much do you feel that you know when you travel you become more in the moment as as opposed to being in a routine like it's it's bad you'd think that being in a, a solid routine would bring you more focus more tunnel vision but i find that when you are in your environments when you are in movement in motion that's when you're most in the moment and i think i completely agree alex that um you know the way we've been designed the way we've been the way we've evolved is for variety mm. and is for movement and <laughs> ironically that's the two things that we're missing uh, globally at the moment is, is that variety and, and movement, isn't it? Um, and I completely relate to, to your friend actually. So going from this whole Christmas period and then going straight back into working from home has been really challenging because you're in the same environment, like mentally you're like, you're still looking at the same laptop that you use for entertainment mm. for work mm -hmm. in the same rooms, things like that. And it's just hard to adapt. And, um, again that's the the variety you don't have the variety and it's the mind and body craves novel experiences doesn't mm. it and for me one thing it's just a small thing but switching our room around helped massively so sleeping in a different direction moving our things and stuff around um it's almost been like yeah it's just been amazing that's, yeah so, that's so what what else would you say then is a good way to kind of find more variety in, in our lives, particularly with how we're living now? I would take it down to basics. So um, like you said, Manzi, about leaving the four walls that you're in where you can go for walks and maybe don't go the same routes. Maybe just try and smell something different, taste something different, look at something different, listen to something different, think about something different per day, like uh that's on the most basic level that's how we're gonna get variety like speak to someone build a new relationship read uh like have you have you guys heard of the the idea about like opposite action no go on where where for example opposite action is your alarm goes off at 5 30 because the day before you said you're gonna wake you're gonna wake up at 5 30 you're gonna meditate for an hour your alarm goes off at 5 30 you're like no, 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 no. I ain't doing that. Maybe later. But so the opposite action in that moment is to actually do what you don't want to do at that moment, which is to get up, to, do, to then do what you actually wanted to do. So a lot of opposite action in uh, our bodies get used to, you know, staying indoors and stuff like that and be like, oh, yeah, I should go for a walk today, but it's raining and it's cold. I really don't want to. The opposite action in that moment is to then go out and do mm. it. And it's 
what happens within that moment and what the state it puts you in afterwards is just it's massive it's massive I'll, uh, you know so many people are going through mental health issues myself included um people close to me and beyond i think we're probably all kind of floating around the area and i've kind of described it as uh kind of like a, a swamp monster that's the only way i can describe it in that the feeling is like you a swamp monster that's like kind of grabbing you and trying to pull you pull you in and like hold you and kind of change your state a bit like venom you know the movie yeah, venom yeah yeah from Marvel yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah a bit like that and the thoughts and the words and stuff that you're saying when Venom or the Swamp Monster takes over it's not you it's actually this thing and to change that you need to change your state so you need to go outside you need to do something just do something differently and then you'll start to see that oh that wasn't actually me like it wasn't actually well, it's you but it's not actually like serving your best cause mm. And sometimes if you just change things up a bit, it changes your mind and then changes your actions and your decisions and your, you know, your quality of, of your day, of your moment. So I think that's so key. And um, it's just so funny that going from, you know, the vision of, you know, you in South America and I remember seeing the videos of like waterfalls and like cross bridges and things like that. Like to me, that is freedom, right? Mm. And we can still gain that sense, same same sense of freedom by doing these little things where we are. And I think that's a key lesson that I, I, I even need to do myself more. Yeah. My thing is, I'm just some really gentle plugging here, Alex. But, um, <laughs> Go for it. So I've got a newsletter called, I've got a newsletter called Feel Good Fridays, right? And yes. um, the, fun, the story with that newsletter is so jokes just because it's gone through five different iterations and here we are just like feel good Fridays and I think it's the simplest thing that it just needs to be but on the one of them that I've that I've done I was talking about crafts and what it means to kind of get into creativity and I think that when you start to change up to answer your question, Manzi, about the kind of what do you do to kind of get the variety, is you, I think it's important to do a few things around getting into a craft or trying to figure out what it is that kind of best allies with your expression. So that just means, I don't know whether that means to go on Creative Live or Skillshare or whatever and find and, and look at something that you've been interested in doing, but not, but now you have the time to do it or have the have the space to do it think about something like that that then helps break up your day around the around the kind of the, the quiet moments the lower moments or whatnot i've really gotten back into cooking mm. personally and i sketch um and those are just things that i just do because every other hobby that i've done has become something that i produce for content wise yeah and yeah, I just, so and true. that's why i'm and that's why i'm very particular about not necessarily sharing like the things i cook online because it's something that is so kind of in, important to me it's something that i can hold back and if i'm proud of it then i will share it obviously but it's something that i can hold for myself so that's one thing i'll say get into a craft um or find something that mm. you know like we've made the podcast i've been really digging deep into craft and figuring out kind of the way i want it to be how i want it to go and whatnot um writing i've been really digging into that figuring out how i can be a better one but then you know sketching is just something that i can do to 
understand what my perspective is and like just really just mm. kind of get those other creative juices flowing and stuff it just builds a little bit of difference in there the second thing i will say is get into the body um mm. i've this is the desk that i've been sitting at for bet for the better part of 14 months um <clears throat> because of for various reasons working zoom podcasting whatever it's just been here in this desk if i was to sit in this desk and not move or kind of really understand how i feel or where those aches are or kind of really extend or stretch or elevate heart rate lower heart rate do all these different things if i don't get into the body then you become you start to things start to feel stagnant they start they don't things don't shift you know because of very um, like your a lot of the emotional pressures and emotional strains if they're not dealt with as well they sit in parts of the body too and if you don't move they're not going to move out of it so i'd say get into the body and start to move it um and that just means whether that means a 20 minute stretch a day whether that means a half an hour to one hour walk a day or whenever you can or to do something just to get your body moving i think that that kind of brings you a bit more variety you know and obviously mm-hmm. listening to things like this and listening to finding new things, finding new music, finding new films, finding new things, like get involved in something, be a bit more proactive in doing stuff. Doesn't mean that, it, not saying, <coughs> excuse me, it's not saying, um, you know, you have to be productive and do, and, and, and do something. It doesn't mean like, you know, people mm. are like, oh, you know, start a business and start all this stuff. And you're just like, no, <laughs> like do the, do the things that you enjoy yeah. Do the things that you've that you've wanted to do, or have a, a think about the things that you wanted to do, but you never had a chance to do, um, because you, because of all the distractions that have been around you. Um, doesn't mean that we're any less distracted now, but I do think that we have we have a bit of space, and I think in this really weird downtime, in this really weird downtime, it's um, it's it's good to kind of get get ourselves um, on the ball while everybody's distracted. <laughs> <laughs> where you can kind of like pick up a sewing kit and decide what you want to do you know what I mean if, you, if that's what you enjoy that's what you enjoy some people have you mm. know over the summer a lot of people got into the garden and they, if they had one if they were lucky enough to have one they went there and they did that a lot of people started going walking and hiking and doing all these different things that they never would have thought <laughs> to have done before yeah, break up yeah, the day yeah. break up your life I love how simple those suggestions are you know, find a craft that you do. Like for you, is is sketching and cooking. Like, if you think, if you think about it, they're they're things I, c- I can imagine. Like you being like eight or nine years old, like just mm. sitting there sketching the day away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like how what state does that put you in, and how you're in a state of presence and and joy and wonder and curiosity and imagination. Uh, how often do we get into those states now? We we don't really. And I get. Yeah, I just loved how simple those suggestions are and um i know a lot of people have picked up these kind of uh um hobbies again which is so amazing because you know uh, hobbies have become content yeah for for a lot of us haven't they and um you do have to kind of just keep some hobbies sacred like no i'm just doing this for the just because i want to do it it. it's not doing it for myself or anything doing it for myself yeah Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But if you I do love, find love... Alex's kitchen in twenty years' time, please <laughs> just 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 embrace this conversation <laughs> in this yeah. moment where you're at. 
<laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Love it. Love yeah, it. but I, I think as well, like, uh, as much as I, I, I think, like, those tips are incredible as well, it's like, th- for me, it's like, sometimes you have to throw the rule book out the window a, a little bit. It's like, you know, we're, we're used to kind of working in such a structured way and having, like, a really set routine oh, of, yes. like, wait. And don't get me wrong, I still do this to a certain degree of, like, wake up, have my morning routine, which will involve some sort of movement, breakfast, whatever, meditation. Yeah. Then you go to work and then you have your lunch break and then you do the rest of your work and then you finish for the evening and then you settle down and you watch a film. I think, don't get me wrong, that's still very good to have that structure, but look to throw the rule book out the window a little bit in terms of like play around with what it means to be working for that four hour chunk. That could mean working for 30 minutes, taking a five minute break of like walking or going just standing outside or stepping away from your screen even like finding a different way to work maybe stand up for 20 minutes sit down for 20 minutes you know mix it up it's like find find a way to really change up what you're doing or if you're doing if you've got a lot of phone calls to do which you know some people do is like do those maybe while you're walking like get out and you know walk while you're doing them get some movement in your body so i think we get so sucked into this idea of like i need to work hard and show how hard I'm working and it's like when I fall into that trap oh, I'm like yeah, massively I'm like do you know what I don't want to get to the end of my life and be on the end of my deathbed and be like do you know I wish I didn't work so much or work as hard like no one ever says at the end of their life do you know what I wish I worked a little bit harder like that's not a thing so it's like I want to yeah. I want to experience a freedom and a joy in the way that I work and I think through that you know you'll be able to experience more variety in terms of like yes there's certain stuff that has to get done i understand that yes some people don't have the opportunity if they're working you know at a supermarket or if that you know do you know what i mean they're working at a restaurant you don't necessarily have the variety to change it up but like find just those little moments mm. those little gems where you can maybe do something a little bit different or be a bit more playful with the way that you work and then all of a sudden you're breaking up that monotonous feeling of like work, 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 come home, relax, get up the next day, work, 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 come home, relax, get up the next, you know, it's you're finding the freedom instead of just thinking like, oh, I can't wait to get to the to the Saturday or the Friday so that I can unwind and just chill out and watch some films or Netflix or whatever. It's like there's there's a lot more in our day-to-day lives that we can experience that can really help us, you know, feel that freedom. Like the freedom really and truly only comes from your mind. And your thoughts, like the freedom doesn't come from anywhere else. It's true. Yeah, that is true. Um, I think the other thing to to kind of caveat um, this with is that it's, it is so easy to fall into that routine and to fall into, you know, the guilt. And it's guilt on, 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 two, on more than one side. But, um, you know, your audience is going to be made up of people that are freelancers um, and people that work for, for different companies working from home probably at the moment. And in different situations could have kids could have all these different things um, could be in a multi-generational household and obviously everyone's situation is different um, but yeah definitely working with others there's a level of um, if you're not in an office and you're working from home all of a sudden there's a level of like this narrative in your mind that if you're not working hard or if you're not seen to be working hard you're not on the every phone call you're not answering every email within 30 seconds that you're not working yeah and I would just say to that to, to everyone that's that's listening. If you're in that situation, yes, it's 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 easy to fall into that. Um, but do you know take w- what Alex was saying? Like, just take those little five minutes. 
to take those just take what you can get basically even if you're in you know the most busy household you're homeschooling you're doing work you're you know you just don't have those five minutes go to the guard like this go to the bathroom even and just i don't know but find it basically because while we can work hard and we can do that it does have it does damage basically and it does damage to you as an individual mm -hmm. and stress brings down your immunity and right now is the worst time for you to kind of drop your immunity because you've been working hard pleasing everybody else so yeah i hope yeah i just wanted to get that in because obviously we're all you know podcasters and stuff like that but i'm kind of cognizant that everyone's in all these, all these different pockets of of life and mm -hmm. situations within this um within this uh pandemonium as yeah. alex reese was saying so yeah 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 for sure man um, and I, i'm curious for you guys like what's what's it one intention that you want to kind of have at the forefront of of your mind this year do you know what you asked that last year and my intention for last year or my goal for last year was to break through oh, yeah. and i didn't quite I didn't appreciate the meaning of the word actually, because in my version of breakthrough was to kind of get from here to there um, and like breakthrough and like you're a star, blah, 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 etc. And actually due to just so many different factors, I broke through so many barriers in, in, in my life, like spiritually, financially, um, like just so many different areas uh, outside of what I initially thought it would be in terms of like podcasting and terms of like building a company and stuff like that, which I, which I've done, but actually I've got more a sense of a breakthrough through the other parts in my life. Mm. And that's come from um, people that have either that have been brought into my life that have brought me up a level, including you two, you know, that after last year, the breakthrough was actually my, the, the circles that I'm in and the networks. And from there, the conversations you have, and from there, the knowledge you, you get. And from there, the ideas that percolate, yeah. do you know what I mean? And for me that was the the biggest breakthrough to answer your question for this year i think it's just for me it's just about having intention just being really intentional um my so my intention this year is to be intentional and that <laughs> i've used that um with my for example with my own podcast so i went straight from doing uh, my first podcast for the creators straight into doing ryan now show and then covid hit and it kind of just messed up this the schedule and then I did a daily live show, as you guys are aware, on, on Instagram Live. So that just it kind of naturally everything rolled into, into one. And um, it got to the end of August and I just felt like it was amazing. Built up a community, everything. And um, I just felt like Forrest Gump, well, after he's ran for like five <laughs> years and he's got this community behind him. And then he just stops and thinks, like, yeah, I just I don't feel like running anymore. And... For me, that's where it's like, all right, I stepped away, allowed my brain to breathe mm -hmm. and allowed the space. And from that space, I was like, why did I start this again? What was what was it that got me into all of this? And then I, I realized that with this show in particular, with um, Ryan Nile's show, it was and is to be an outlet for me to connect with people, unfiltered Um and and for it to be completely genuine and for it to be my it's, this is this is mine this is like not for no one else can really have a say and it and i realized all right you didn't do it so you could 
so you had to release an episode every week so you had to do a b and c so you had to format it a certain way do you know what i mean and i found freedom in that again i was like oh oh yeah like you're in charge like you're not doing this for anyone else you know like Mm. you're giving it to people but you're not producing this for anyone else um and me as a producer who produces lots of podcasts and creates lots of shows and stuff like that it's a sense of freedom so the lesson i've taken from all of that is yeah intention man like keeping it simple and keeping that intention and that's that's what i'm um yeah ushering into this year completely on the back of that i i already had a a conversation a few years back with my friend and we were talking about kind of our personalities as friends and what that means and um and he was like to me, oh, Alex, you, you're very purpose-led. You're very intentional with stuff. And that's kind of stuck with me for a long time because I've been like, every conversation I have is a deep one. Something mm. like, you know, un- like it's always a let's get below the surface sort of thing. Yes. And um, <laughs> it's always like, why? What's going on? Sort of stuff. <laughs> um, and even and that's how I treat myself as well. Um, so, yeah, so just on the back of your intention kind of, thing it's just like um i did an episode on my podcast a solo one uh it's first episode back of the year and it's about setting intentional goals and kind of what that means to set those goals and be very intentional with you going forward i mean there'll be days where people are just um setting goals for the sake of setting goals but they're not intentional with them because how do you achieve that that goal then if you have no intentions like you're just gonna it's just like it's just wishes and um hope hope as well and hope is fine mm. but if you if you if you haven't got the intention with the hope then it doesn't really make much sense so it's good that intention is the core what you what it was last year i'm trying to remember what i said on the podcast i don't remember but um last year I was just trying to make it to the end of it <laughs> to be perfectly honest <laughs> with you um i remember my birthday <clears throat> the end of december and um my and you know birthday cake whatever um my parents are like do you want do you have anything that you want to say and i'm like i'm just happy i made it to the end of the year like it could have gone so many different ways <laughs> like um so mm. we just i'm just grateful for that this year i'm looking at my vision board and i'm just thinking to myself the big thing that i've learned and that i and the mantra that i kind of want to move with throughout time (laughs) just in general is ready is better than rushed and Mm. i've been i've been (laughs) meditating i've been meditating on that for like the past year or so because what happens is there were days when i would be rushing putting stuff up on instagram and there'll be typos and there'll be things all over the shop and it's just like i just want to get it out and i want to i want to share everything sort of thing and um i want to be able to do this now i want to put this out now i want to do all this stuff and um a lot of things even when we've we've had conversations between the three of us about coaching and what that means what kind of what kind of services that we would want to bring to people what kind of impacts we want to have on people's lives and how we would want to help people and things um and i've and you guys have seen me go back and forth with particular things and trying to Mm. figure out what that is Mm. because and it's been literally been been rooted in that ready is better than rushed if i just jumped into it i don't know if i would have really like had a good foundation or a good 
thing to share or a good piece of um, something quality to build on at the very least. So um, this year, it's about being ready for stuff. Um, and that and that feeds back into everything. It feeds back into the craft situation, really digging deep and learning about what it what certain things are applying your energy into places that can really impact impact what you what you want to do and how you want to do it getting a clear vision on it because part of it was clarity as well um getting a clear vision on what where you want to be what you want to do my since speaking to manzi last year about his book seeking clarity my whole idea as you know, from the beginning, what we said about where I want to be, how I want to be there, da, 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 it wasn't clear, and there wasn't a lot of it. It, it did uh, things that I had on this list of things that I was trying to attain or achieve. I've, I've gone back through the list. Of course, I've written a list. I'm a Capricorn, um, and we're going back to this <laughs> list, and a lot of the stuff is struck through because I've just been like, that doesn't that that doesn't need any space. That doesn't mm. need to take up any more space. That doesn't need to take up any more space. Will this get me to, you know, this place? It doesn't, it won't cross that off, 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 off. And once the list has, once the list became much shorter, it became a lot clearer what I needed to do and where I needed to be, who I needed to be around, why I needed to be, have the friends I have, why I needed the community I have and what I'm going to share. And not to just jump into things kind of spontaneously because... You know, because somebody just says, oh, do you want to do this? And you say, yeah, I'll do it because I want X, Y, and Z. It's more like looking at him being like, does this help me get to this place? Mm. If it doesn't, then what are the other reasons for me to be doing this thing? So ready is better than rushed. And getting clear. That is 2021. Love that. I think that's... I love the ready is better than rushed is I think that's really powerful man and it's reminds me of like I've got a little um mm. a few reminders written up on the wall just in front of me there where my laptop usually sits and one of them is slow down and it's like that idea of slowing down everything just allows you to see things with more more clarity more sense you know you, you see things clearer and it's like when you're too busy rushing to get things done, it's like you're just trying to tick the box of like, yeah, do that, do that, do that, do that. And I get caught up in that all the time, yeah. man. I get caught up in like, I I could be doing more. I need to be doing more of my time. But it's like, really, man, I look at some of the stuff that I do and the amount of coaching conversations I have and the amount of content and podcasts that I record. It's like, it's a lot, man. It's a, it's really a lot. And it's like, sometimes you have to it slow is, yourself yeah. down to, to, to look back at it and go it's a lot and it's like I enjoy doing that stuff and it's like I don't I don't I shouldn't feel that I have to continually do more and more and more and I think I've actually been really intentional so far this year in like putting less content up on Instagram putting less content up on TikTok like I want to be more Mm. yeah like again to go with what Ryan said intentional about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and I think that's a big thing for me because it's easy to get caught up in like, especially when you work for yourself. It's like, I need to, the more, the more hours I put in, the more yes. opportunity I'll have to earn money. And, the, and it's like, really? I like, 
I get it. I do get it. And it's like, but that's just us feeding into to, to society's system of how we should work, right? And it's like, actually, if you slow down from that, you see more opportunities to not only potentially do more and different things, but earn in a different way. And it's like, that's that's what's appealing to me. That's why I wanted to stop doing full-time work. And that's a big thing for me. And the other thing for me is like this idea of like, I don't know whether it's, I'm torn between two things of like fun, like and play, which I've been quite big on last year mm. and love and compassion. Yeah. And both of those, I have and to what, say, sorry? love and compassion. And I think both of those oh, are like, oh. um, thanks to my girlfriend really because she's like really amazing at like finding the fun in the simplest of things like she'll like i don't i can't explain it you know you just you just see someone and they just have so much fun for like the most simple thing and i'm like how can i do more of that or like yeah. you'll be walking in the park and like a, <laughs> a, like you'll see yeah. a dog walk past and you'll be like oh that's a cute dog but she's like oh my god look at this dog and she like gets down and she wants to like stroke it and hug it and she, like yeah, they're more, they're more things that yeah. I want to like a, ch- a child's like love. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like an unfiltered view on like or feeling of love and fun, and it's like that's definitely something that I wanted to, to to be more intentional about this year. Is like having like express not just feeling it. I feel those things, but I guess expressing it more is is different as well. Like expressing that that's fun, expressing that love, expressing that compassion. They'd be the and ones I for agree me, yeah. With that, I re- I, t- I absolutely agree with that. But it's also defining what play is for you, as well, because it's very difficult, especially when when introverts come up against extroverts, right? And they see them do this big, this this big show of <laughs> how they express and how they kind of like navigate and interact with the world. I found that I used to get into this trap of trying to be extroverted with regards to my play, you know? And sometimes my play is putting on a Barry's Hammond track, an old school Jamaican artist track, and dancing up in my room with my do-rag string flying this way and that way. And actually (laughs) just kind of being like, and just just doing that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. My my play is you know what I mean walking around a supermarket with my mask on everybody with walking around a supermarket and saying and like and 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 like you know having that as what you said with that dose of compassion and kind of like really trying to be really connective with a lot of people smile if you can or kind of like really be just really just not 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 shirking off and not too kind of like low vibrational in in a sense mm. or mm. or just laughing at yourself sometimes there are days i'm there are days where i'm self-deprecating and i'm just but i i know why it's not like it's not like i'm trying to bring myself down there are just days where i'm just like alex you're actually a fool you know i'm not trying to, i'm not bringing myself down but i'm just trying to enjoy the, the 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 time the moment and just really enjoy the fun that happens with it so yeah, it's about definitely understanding what play is and where we sit with that play. And as you said, it's like mm. that kind of like living with the compassion and the love and compassion together with the play. It's helpful. Definitely. I think that's, that's, that's such an important point, um, which kind of brings it back to what you were talking about, accepting 
in the beginning, mm. um, accepting what what comes up for you, right, and and how it works for you as an as an individual. Um, I suppose, and, and not resisting it as well. Like for example, <laughs> um, accepting and not resisting play um, is something that's really come up for me recently. In that, I was resisting the simple joy in a TV show. <laughs> called the mask singer oh yeah yeah because it's completely ridiculous it's completely <laughs> ridiculous like it was on last year i was like what the hell is this rubbish i ain't watching this a year later i'm like oh when's it coming on next <laughs> honestly and the reason why is because it is pure escapism it's completely different to everything else that's going on when you're watching the tvs news it's this blah 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 and it's like a constant reminder of the situation that we're in mm-hmm. And then the mass singers on and motor comedians on it, which makes it better. Um, and it's just ridiculous. It's and so it's nonsense. just like, oh, wow, actually, this is just, it's completely taking me out of work, out of imagination, out of ideas, out of trying to do something. And I'm just here and I'm laughing. I'm like, yeah. oh. Do you, do you know what? Like, yeah, I get it. It's, it's well, Because, you know, in my family, yeah, there's two things I want to say. Like, in my family, we've, we started playing um, Ludo. There's a digital Ludo oh, yeah. game on um, called Ludo King. My dad went and got a board. We've got a board here, but like a handmade one. Yeah. But we were playing digital Ludo. And it's just fun. Like, it's a, it's a way for us to remain connected. And we are all combating each other. My mm. aunt will probably mm. put that booth, say, oh, anybody want to play Ludo? Here's the code. Whoever jumps onto the game jumps onto the game, and everybody, and then and then like the battle the battle commences, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, just, yeah. It's, it's just a fun, you know. what I mean, it's just a fun thing. It's just about really understanding. It's really about like just kind of taking yourself out of kind of just the, the spaces that we're in that are so concerned. That's it. Exactly, exactly what you said. It's like taking ourselves out of the spaces that we're in that we're so concerned with. Yeah, it's basically just saying that. Um, whatever whatever you did, like just redefining what play is for yourself yeah 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 i think like i think one of the things for me as well on that like guilty pleasure like having fun moment is i've definitely got like way more into like my playstation like since mm-hmm. lockdown like because that's a, a it's a part of escapism i guess of like having some time to just have do something which is fun but also just completely not associated to anything else but also spending that time with my mates online it's like i feel like Although we haven't seen each other a lot, we've connected a lot and had a lot of laughs and there's been a lot of banter and, you know, it's like our, it's like our evening thing is like, okay, right, who's online, who's jumping online? And right. it's like, you know, last year, no, not last year, 2019, like, or before the pandemic at least, I wouldn't have even, that wouldn't have been a thing for me. I'm like, no, nah, I can't spend like two, two hours, three yeah. hours in the evening doing that. Like, I can't do that. Like, it's not, mm. no, nah, I can do, do other things in my time. But now I'm like, that's a really valuable piece of time for me like really and i think it's resisting or not having that resistance to the fun like you said like sometimes there are things that are just fun which are also a little bit of escapism but they're serving you in a certain way and like don't yes. feel guilty for that mm. and i've definitely done that in the past absolutely mm. absolutely yeah the guilt the guilt the guilt and shame spiral is um it's a problem it's real because, because, because it's a, well, it's even it's even funny that we call it a guilty pleasure in the yeah, first place. Yeah, exactly. It's a conundrum in itself, what right? Did, yeah. What did uh, someone uh, someone said something about Oscar Wilde I mean, about what he said about pleasure? Because you know how he was the king of pleasure and uh, all this stuff. And it's just basically mm. it's like there's. It's, uh, I don't want to get it wrong because Oscar Wilde, but essentially it was. Oh, uh, let me find it. I'll find it and I'll say it. Pleasure is the only thing you should live for. Nothing ages like happiness. 
now Ooh. and he's got he's got so many other ones and there's another one that he said was um a passion for pleasure is the secret of remaining young and mm. it's really interesting the kind of who he was anyway and kind of the way he navigated the world but we everybody's got different philosophies on how to kind of like live life you know this the stoic philosophy is very much against hedonism and epicureanism and all that mm. stuff but then again and it's just that's why i was just thinking about um why we need new definitions and why we need to re- redefine things for ourselves and yeah absolutely mm. absolutely that's such a that's such a key thing man like discerning uh what advice works for what era as well so there's a couple like for example like what you're talking about that like, that was done back in the, the day like does that apply to post-pandemic life globally i don't know um but also like you know the, for example the jack of all trades master of none that that was mm. like pre-internet advice yeah where it's like well actually being a jack of all trades is, is probably better do you know what i mean so yes yeah, redefining redefining these like guilty pleasures and um redefining play for yourself that's that's the opportunity we have now it's like all right what have we been taught what do i have and what do i decide to do Mm. with it i think that's so key yeah love that love that i think that's uh a very interesting point to end on to leave the listener pondering um Mm-hmm. which is always good until next time until next time yeah <laughs> um so i appreciate you guys as always for for taking the time and having such a wicked open conversation and um, to sign out do you want to let people know where they can find you both online and any of the work that you're doing that you want people to check out if they wish to do so for sure well firstly it's a pleasure thanks for having us um honestly i've learned so much in this conversation that i'm going to put into action right away by going for a walk um <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can find me on instagram actually i'm running an experiment my instagram's on private so it's on it's ryan.nile.show find me on instagram uh, my uh, audio production company is pure creation media you can find that on at pure creation media and yeah hit me up on there if you're interested in learning about podcasts and uh, if you do have an idea in your head that you want to make into a podcast uh, you can book a 15 minute call with me for free and we can discuss that and take it from there um, my show is the Ryan Nile Show. Um, I have a podcast out under my company called the Medic Mum Podcast. Um, so if you're a parent, that one is for you. So check that out. And yeah, um, that's where you can that's where you can find me. You can find me on Instagram <laughs> by Alex Holmes, and I share nuggets of my thoughts um, daily. And um, there's several things that you can do to connect with me. If you go to buy Alex Holmes on Instagram um, and you can jump onto my website, alexholmes.co, you can just, you know, sign up to my newsletter for Feel Good Fridays, um, tap into my podcast, Time to Talk with Alex Holmes, which is lovingly produced by the wonderful Ryan now here. Um, <laughs> and tap into all of those places, connect with me online um, there. And, um, and, yeah when it comes to coaching stay tuned for me for more news on that there will be things coming um especially towards the middle and towards the end of this year um so yeah so just keep following me on this journey it's a as we say it's a journey and um don't don't forget everything is better ready rather than rushed so 
Yeah. Love that. Catch me on Instagram just to repeat. It's by Alex Holmes and you'll find all my information there. Awesome. Thank you guys. Always, always a pleasure. Um, looking yeah. forward to seeing thank you. the rest of your journeys unfold in 2021. No, thank you. Fancy. Absolutely. Same to you, man. Thank you for bringing us into this moment. So there we have it. I hope that you enjoyed this episode with Alex and Ryan. It's always a really fascinating discussion when these guys come on the podcast. So it's always a pleasure to have them to chat and to just speak about such a variety of topics because I feel like, you know, sometimes the most relatable things come out in an authentic and open conversation. And this is kind of the point of these group discussions is they create that space to have those, you know, those chats and those conversations. So if you like what you heard in this episode, please be sure to leave a review and even better still, hit the subscribe button so that you get the latest episode straight to your phone. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, then be sure to send them the link or a screenshot. It's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast to help inspire a positive change and you can also be a part of that by sharing this episode today. So as ever, you can connect with me on Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. I look forward from hearing you there. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Thank you for listening and I will see you for the next one.